0: Welcome to Agent Power Huddle, Friday morning, spilling the tea with Amy. I'm so excited. Uh, we have a special, special guest today. I'm so thrilled. Um, and if you're here live, turn your cameras on. We're so happy to see you. And hey, guess what? If you're not here live, you can catch us on the replay. We're a podcast. You can catch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, and all kinds of other places. So catch us there. Um, at any rate, I have Becky Wright. Um, Becky, you should change your in your name to put where you're from. You're from for referrals, so um, oh, okay. Connect with you, so you can change your name if you want. You can rename and Okay. put in your where what Northwest Indiana. Becky is yes. in Northwest Indiana market. We're in a and we we're I'm in the same market, one of the same markets together, and she is a rock star. So (laughs) she is a rock star and I'm so excited. I wanted Becky to come on for a while. We've been talking about this um, to get on here and really share her story because whether we are new agents or we're agents just starting again, I'm talking to a lot of agents lately that are rebooting. They took a break for some reason or volume was down for some reason and now they're rebooting and everyone has... A different set of circumstances around either the reboot or we're just starting out in real estate. And, you know, it's great to hear all of the different strategies that really, really work to help people grow business in a really short period of time. You know, the, I think last week, um, one of the things we talked about was the big fat lie that you can't make the money you want to make in your first year in real estate. And um, that is a big fat lie. And Becky is evidence that that is a big fat lie. So um, Becky, welcome. Thank you. Will you start out and tell everybody just a little bit about yourself and what your, just high level, like we'll dig into it, but high level, what did your first year in real estate look like for you? Like what were your results?
1: Oh, well, uh, my um, results were uh, better than expected. Um, especially since I became a realtor during the pandemic. Um, so, um, but it, it, you know, I, it, it was hard work, but it was 100% doable. And um, so I was pulling up my GCI for my first year, which started November 1st. So from November to the, November, my GCI was 81,000 um, mm-hmm. as a cool. first year realtor. Um, and so to date, Um, from November till present, it's 141000 So it can be done. And yeah, so um, I'm thinking, why did I do this a long time ago? (laughs) So so I spent 23 years of my life as a gang intervention specialist throughout the country. I was in Illinois, north of Chicago, um, South Florida. Um, I did some loss prevention in Tennessee, but I also opened up, a home inspection franchise in middle Tennessee. So I knew I would never be a home inspector because I am not crawling into crawl spaces and I will not be getting on your roof or in your attic. So I tried appraisal. I was doing appraisal up in Illinois, which is um, not the easiest profession to get into um, because you have to work under uh, a supervisor and they really don't want to anyone. So um, during the pandemic, Libby, I moved in uh, up to take care of my mother and I said, I got to do something. So I got my real estate license and um, didn't really know what I was getting into or what I needed to do, but I had some exposure to the industry. So I said, let's, let's give it a shot. So I want to pause you there because I want to point out a couple of things.
0: First of all, You started your home inspection business in Tennessee, right? Mm -hmm. But then you moved to, well, I know you moved to Indiana, but you ended up doing your appraisal journey over in Illinois, right? Mm -hmm. Different states, right? And then you got your real estate license in Indiana where you were living, taking care of mom, right? Yes. So is it fair to say when you came to Indiana, other than mom and maybe a handful of mom's close neighbor friends, you didn't know anybody? Nobody, nobody knew nobody. So they weren't lining up around the block to do business with you.
1: No, not at all. (laughs) Um, So I knew my mom's five Funko friends because they had come to the house um, and a neighbor on either side of her house. And that was it. I didn't have any sphere of influence whatsoever. So Okay, And me not realizing what I was getting into said, like, hey, let's be a realtor. <laughs> let's be a realtor. I don't yeah. know anybody in the state.
0: So I don't know anybody in this state. And um, I have people here and here, but they don't know anybody here really either. But that's OK, because I'm going to go make six figures in real estate. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome. Very good. And so you've done like over six million in business in a really yes. short period of time in about 14 months now, yep. Um, yep. which is... Commendable. So, commendable. That's hard work. So,
1: but I do want to say real quick, Amy, my first transaction was a $24,000 cash deal. So, you know, you get it had to start somewhere. So, um, the front end was, you know, the lower end deals, but it got me to where I am now. So. so that's what I was going to ask you. What
0: have been some of the things that you've learned or things that have made you successful? And it sounds like being open, what you just said, one, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this
1: first know. one is being open all the, to, to everything, right? Right. So there's a couple things that I did personally. Um, I have a philanthropic um Um, core because I've been in a nonprofit sector. So I wanted to get involved in the community. And so Kiwanis club is a club that I have um, been a part of throughout the country. So what I did was I investigated some of the local Kiwanis clubs and I found one that happens to be the seventh largest in the world. So it has 200 members and that's in Valparaiso. So I won, I joined that club because of to get additional exposure But also, uh, I had to fulfill some sort of personal um, uh, inner needs in order to just, I mean, because if I'm not happy, there's no way you can produce. So this was something that was important to me. And so the joining that club was twofold. The second thing that I did was, um, you know, I've got a magnet on the side of my car with my picture and my information. I know it's cheesy, but everywhere I go, somebody's going to know who I am. Um, pull push you know, pushing cards wherever I go. Um, it's just that grassroots um, type of marketing when you don't know anybody. So and people recognize the car now, and they say, "Oh, I think I saw you." You know, I and mean, then people at red lights sometimes write my number down. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. You know, like sometimes if I'm going out, I might take the magnet off because I don't want everybody to know where I am and how <laughs> late I'm staying <laughs> out. But that's. Just nice. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm single and in the dating scene. So you can't, I can't cheat on what I look like because my picture's on the side of my car. <laughs> but um, but I will say that I single-handedly, absolutely started my business through Realtor.com and OpCity. That's that is how um I've got started. I have my Lowest end deal, which was the uh, $24,000 cash deal. And I had my highest end deal, which is $750,000 off that referral system. So, yeah. so, so I'll say too,
0: you know I'm in the same market as Becky. So I've been able to look at her, the stats, she's number two in the, in Op city. So they rank the agents that use the system and she's number two um, soon I'm sure to be number one in volume in op City. Um, So if you don't know what OpCity is, let's Becky, why don't you tell everybody what Op City is in case they've never heard of it and they don't know anything about it.
1: Okay, so Opcity is the referral program through realtor.com. Um, and so what I what, what I am discovering is that I, I get lot so people don't go to your website necessarily. Any, anybody's individual website of when they start looking for houses. They go online, they go to Zillow or realtor.com. So, what realtor does, as soon as somebody clicks on to get information about the house, they immediately contact them. They have their pool of realtors that have signed an agreement with them and they put it out there. Um, and you accept, you accept. Sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. And there's a logarithm that is associated with that because I was really frustrated because I was like, I, "I can't. Nobody could have beat me to that." But there is a way that they do this, um, and so then you're immediately connected on a three-way call with the person that was trying to gather information. Um, in the beginning, when you start, you're you're not getting the best leads. You're getting the lower level leads. But once you close on three transactions. Then you get bumped up to a higher tier, different logarithm, that type of thing. Um, so my first three transactions were, you know, well below eighty thousand dollars. But once I hit those three closings, I started getting, you know, the higher end leads. And you, and the more you close, the more you you can take a zip code. Or or you can have a price level. So the more you do, the the better the leads become. Mm-hmm. Um but so what, did, what did that cost you to get started? Nothing. Nothing. It's done through your broker. You signed up through your broker. So sign up through okay. your broker. Okay. So one of the other reasons um you, you pay out you only pay at a closing. It's anywhere from 35 to 38 percent of your commission automatically goes to Op City, um, and I did that because I didn't have a lot of cash on hand. I was a new business, and I wasn't going to pay for a leads list or a lead gen. I was I wanted to wait until I actually closed before I paid, because then there's no money out of my pocket. So it's just on the the uh, on the end of the transaction. So and and go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And I was gonna say. So my commission, um, my gross commission for November to November was 81000 And that was after the 35 to 38% that went to offset That's So what I even you. though, you know, even though I was giving that 30%, 35% away, I still brought in $81,000 in commissions. And about how many transactions was that approximately? 30 something, 20. Okay. Let's see. I'm right. I've got it open right now. Um, I believe I had uh, 21, 21 Op city
0: closing 21. So less than two closings a month on average, if we average right. it out. So it's definitely doable, but you still, right. after you pay 35 to 38% back to realtor back to Op city yeah. still took home 81,000.
1: Right. right. So, and so, you know, you do go through a lot of leads that, you know, I hear people complaining, like that's a bad lead. That's, you know, that isn't going anywhere. And I got really good after having conversations to find out what level the people were at, if they were legitimate buyers. Um, I treated them all the same. They all went into my um, CRM, regardless of whether they were ready to buy. Because, you know, if they weren't ready to buy, you know, their neighbor might be. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So I have a, a 145 leads that I were able to put in my CRM. From from Op City referrals. Now, not, they're not all going to buy, but I even have one that I'm um, just put an offer in that a year ago, she couldn't have even possibly bought a house. But I put her through a credit program, and now she's purchasing. So you know these aren't always short term; they can be long term. I can also tell you that one of my twenty four thousand dollar investors um, referred me to a six hundred and fifty thousand dollar client. Um, through word of mouth. Um, I got my highest transaction, um, which I ended up to sell and buy, but all up city. So I sold uh, his $250,000 house. He bought another $250,000 house, and I happened to get the buyer on the sale of the first house. Mm-hmm. So that was three transactions of $750,000 from one up city lead. So you, it, it, it does work. I understand why people get frustrated because you have to weed some people out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it again, it, it it got my CRM up. Now I have a little bit of a sphere and now a year later I'm getting the referrals or the word of mouth or, or whatnot. Um, so my second year goal is to reduce the number of um clients, but So come winter here, it was slowing down. So I lowered my value and because I went, so after I earned that that chance, I went up 300,000 or more. So don't give me a lead unless it's 300,000 or more, only because I was so busy. So now it slowed down. I went back down to 150 and I'm starting to get those in. And then, so now I have like five new clients looking. So one of the things
0: I've observed just working with you in the market over the last year is that you have been open, you know, in the beginning, you were open to everybody, right? And so, and you recognize the leads as people, right? they are people that Correct. we know are on realtor.com that have an interest in purchasing mm-hmm. and or selling and then it's just about, to your point, qualifying, can they buy now? Can they buy later? Right. You know, right. where 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 does that, you know, can right. they buy ever? Because there are always going to be some that are on their dreaming and they don't know that they're just not in a position to buy anytime soon, right? And so you're helping them figure that out.
1: Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, if you were somebody that is, um, going on, looking on the internet at houses and you click on like realtor.com and they ask you to put your information. If you're not really a serious buyer, you're not going to put your information mm-hmm. Um, Now, whether you are capable of being a serious buyer, that's something different. But if they go through the hassle of putting their name, their email, their phone number, then most likely they are seriously considering to start to make a purchase. Now, it may not be immediate. Some of them are immediate. Some of them are like, I found this house. I don't have a realtor. I took them to the house and they bought it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the easiest money right there. Like, I didn't even have to show them another house because they said, oh, I've been looking, but this is the house I want. And they just never had a realtor. So then, and you do have to ask, like, you know, I always ask, are you sure you're not working with a realtor and that they're not available today to show you this house because I'm not going to steal a client away? Um, so, um, I've worked with a couple like that and they appreciate it. I'm like, call your realtor's office and see if anybody else can do it because that's not fair to that person. That's already taking you to five houses because people don't really understand what they're getting into when they go, first of all, a lot of times they think when they're uh, logging in, they're getting the listing agent Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, it's not your house. And I'm like, no, you don't, you want your own agent because you need somebody to represent you. So you have to explain it to them. Um, and then they're they're usually open. Um, and again, so the way I do it is I get a lead. They send you an email with all their contact information. I print that off. I put all my notes on that and they immediately go into my CRM. Um, they may or may not do anything right away, but they get contacted nonstop. Um, and so then eventually, um, like I said, it could be a year later. And I've had them call back, okay, we're ready. And it, you know, and they're a client.
0: Let's talk about the other benefits too, because, and you briefly mentioned this, but I don't want to skim over it because I think it's important. You've had City deals, right? That you've closed and then you've asked those folks to refer you and they have, and that's turned into other business. Yes. Let's talk
1: about how that happened, why that happened. Well, and it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter what level it was, um, I, you know, that's, that's how you're going to build your business is through referral. Mm-hmm. And so since I had no sphere of influence, my referral system was opt city. So now that I have um, a client base that is satisfactory um, and I, I try to provide excellent customer service, no matter what level they're at, because you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And some of my bigger purchases have come from their personal satisfaction with how I treated them. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm open to anything, um, any any kind of referral. Um, I don't frown upon it. I don't care what level it is. If I can get them to a point that um, they need to do some correct credit repair, whatever, I set them up with those tools. So you make sure you have a good lender. You have you know, a lender that specializes in that. So you give them the well-rounded customer service. I've had people that call that said, well, I can't afford it. I want to rent. I've helped them find that. And then they refer me to someone who's buying. So the whole point is, is that you have to be open to everyone. You can't look at the dollar amount at the end of the day because you don't know. I had one client that he bought um, a... uh, an investment property that I listed for like $50,000. And then he turned around and says, well, I'm looking for a house for myself at the million dollar level. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, you you don't know where your clients are going to come from, but if you treat everybody with the same respect, regardless of their dollar amount, it ends up paying off down the road.
0: And just in case, you know, anyone is unclear, I want to be clear too, that when Becky gets a referral, you know, when she gets, when she gets a lead from city and she closes it and then those people refer her other business, she doesn't have to pay a referral on that other business, right? She's under contract to pay a referral on that client. So when she starts, when she starts to talk to them about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, who else do you know that's buying or selling? Who else can I help asking for testimonials, things like that? That business now is just it's a it's it's a free lead, right? It's a free lead that's up to her to work and put into place. So you're really building your sphere of influence, you know, in a way that sure it cost you on the back end, but it didn't cost you <clears throat> a pocket on the front end to make now up to one hundred and forty-one thousand dollars
1: in a short. Period I actually I actually find it easier to use them as my sphere of influence because I think a lot like a lot of people, their family and friends and their social groups, like, you know, even with the Kiwanis group, there's three or four realtors in that group. Mm-hmm. The other people don't want to hear about my real estate activity. I have to build that relationship with them on a different level. Same with our family. Our family does not, I know that when you knew, cause I was new, they said, check your sphere of influence. Well, you know, there's certain family members that don't want to hear from you. Um, as far as real estate, so you have to think beyond the sphere of influence, meaning your family and friends um to in order to really grow your business because that's that sphere isn't necessarily your buyers or sellers. Awesome. Very good. so what
0: what do you think? what would be your advice? Well, you know what, let's talk about this real quick because I think this is important. What's everything you heard about op city when when um when you were, given the opportunity to try it? What did the people around you tell you?
1: Well, when I first started, I heard nothing because I was so new and I knew I wanted to jumpstart it. So since day one, when I went through my onboarding with EXP, I was like, let's do it. You know, that's that's like free money, you know, 100% uh, or or 75% of something is better than 100% of nothing. So let's do it. And so, um, but as time went on and I started, you know, with real estate forums and, you know, they ask it all the time. well, what about Obsidian? Oh, it's horrible. The leads are horrible. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm not having that problem. You can, you learn. And being new, I learned really quick what questions to ask to see if they're legitimate. Mm-hmm. And so it was a great learning experience for me because I didn't know what to ask them. And then I, I got a list of questions and I'm like, well, okay, if you don't have a steady income and you've got no credit and you have no money to put down, you're probably not a real good candidate." I'm extremely polite and I ask them to do certain things. Um, and, and then um, I say, try back in another year. And that's, and then you release them and then you release them back to the realtor.com. The other thing that happens with us city. If you release somebody, for get a property, you get them back. So um, you get that opportunity to go for them. And so, yeah, so I heard very negative. And to be honest with you, I think the negativity has to do with each individual realtor's process and how they organize themselves. Like I said, I set up a very distinct process where I print off their information. I take notes on there because at one point, you know, I had 60 leads and some legit, some not. And I had to remember who they were. And then I put them in the CRM. Op City makes you follow up. You can put them off for three months in their app. And so you have to follow up. And you, and people are like, well, you don't want to do all the follow up. So the follow up, though, is really just searching, waiting response. You put one word in there. Op City doesn't care what you do there. That is for your own organizational purposes. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I actually, like I said, I single-handedly started my business using it. Um, so I, I, I have to, uh, disagree with a lot of the, about the leads. If you had chosen not
0: to go that route, if you had listened to some of the negativity and not engaged, what do you
1: think your first year would have looked like? Oh, it would have been done. I would have gotten another, I don't know. I would have gotten a job. I gotcha <laughs> How I, I gotcha. literally you know other than um, you know I had a couple um, other opportunities of transactions, but when you don't know anyone, then you you have to rely on that resource. So now I've established myself a little bit more in the community. Uh, we're starting to get some residual referral from my community activities, but that all takes time. Um, so you have to build relationships for well over a year before you start getting a referral, especially because, you know, some areas are more saturated with agents than others. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity for you to get an immediate referral um, without developing, having to de- develop those relationships. Um, you have to develop the relationship with your referral once you get them. Um, but if you're really good at customer service, they're not going anyplace else. They didn't have anyone in the first place. That's why they went on there. Yeah. So it's up to you to keep them. And you mentioned them in your
0: story, but I'll just recap really quick some of the keys to Op city, And I know we're talking a lot about Op city because that is the tool. That um, Becky really, really embraced to get her going in a new market where she didn't know anyone, and she needed to make money right away. She didn't have she didn't have the luxury, and most of us don't to wait six months or twelve months for a paycheck, right? So she, like she said, she would have gotten a job. So some of the keys are just being open minded, right? Working all the leads, understanding, like she said, you're going to get low volume in the beginning until Obsidian sees two things: they're looking for you to respond, so claim leads. They're looking for you to update mm-hmm. once a week, all of the leads on the status in the system, which doesn't take long. I have also worked up city in my career. Um, and then they're looking for you to start to close some business and you close business from talking to the leads. Um, I also think to your point, Becky, it gave you a lot of experience talking to people right away and knowing quickly, what are they going to ask? What are the games that they play? What are the things they don't know? What are the things you need to learn? What are your scripts you need to learn and develop that are are you that have Becky in them, right? Yep. You know, and um, and as long as you keep working that as a pipeline and I know you worked it daily all year Mm -hmm. and you're still working it, um, you start to see an improvement in the quality of the leads. You start to see higher price points coming your way. Right. Because you're doing well with the program. And I think what's powerful is. When you have the dollars in your hand then you've made from that, you can continue that program, but now you can make different decisions, right? You can spend some of that if you want on Mm -hmm. a Facebook marketing, or if you want to spend it on some other kind of lead generation, you can start to do some other things um, that help you generate more immediate business without the 30, 40% referral fees.
1: Correct. Yep. Awesome. The other, you know, and the other thing is, is that, so, in my first year, I capped my last day of my capping year. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, wait, wait to the whole end of the year. But, um, <laughs> I thought right, I but you, you capped. <laughs> yes, I capped the last day. I was like, "Give me that camping stock." <laughs> anyway, um, but then I it can tell you because I had the ball rolling and I had generated enough leads toward that end of the year that are closing now. Then I'm almost eighty percent capped, and I should be capped within a month. So within the first three months of my second year. So now instead of the fifty-five percent I'm paying out of those commissions which is what I paid and I still got the GCI of 81,000. So now I'm only paying the Op City percentage um, because I've capped for my brokerage. So, I mean, there's, it, it really literally jumpstarted my career. And that is so important. That's the pipeline. That's
0: the power of building the pipeline. Working mm-hmm. it every day, you had immediate business, you built a pipeline. So it took you all of the first year to reach your cap, right? But great news yeah. is you got the you got the capping stock at the company you're with, which is great. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a lot of time though to take advantage of being at the hundred percent, if you will, right, with your with your <laughs> brokerage, but you're gonna be capped now in your new year because of the pipeline in under in the or about start of the year days, yep. and have what six or seven. Months, well, nine months. Sorry, I can't do math. Nine months. Um oh, right, yeah, real estate yeah. math. Nine months at 100% on anything you bring in, unless you do a referral program like UpCity, where you'll just have their percentage then. Yep. So that is powerful. And that now you're building the next leg of your pipeline, which I'm sure will include things from your grassroots community business that
1: you're doing now, too. Yes. And I'm just now reaping the benefits of my grassroots work, which I knew it would take time to just, you know, establish. But I spent a lot of time in the community getting to know people and networking. And we're talking about just attending nonprofit events, sitting in restaurants and socializing. I mean, that is an extremely important part of your business. And so that is a little bit more of a long term um, goal to get referrals, whereas Op City was immediate and generating the revenue for me to do what I need to do. And there's a lot of
0: programs like this out there. This is one of my favorites because I find that the quality is much higher in a lot of cases just based on how their the leads are generated but there's a lot of other great programs out there too. Um so I I just I want to commend you Becky. I've had the pleasure to work with Becky um and to coach with her over the last year. She's amazing. She's really um put her business plan <clears throat> together and worked it every day all year now into her second year in real estate and um you're just not. You're just not typical. You're just awesome, no. right?
1: well, I'm not it's typical awesome. in a lot of ways.
0: <laughs> you're just <laughs> awesome. But I want to make sure it doesn't fall short. That anybody that really puts these things in place, I don't care where your skill set is. If they do the things, what you're doing is duplicatable, right? Yes. anybody can oh, absolutely. You know, anybody can do this. So you are extraordinary because you've been disciplined to do the work to do the stuff. And that's, you know, among other things.
1: <laughs> I just have to tell that one funny story. I got my I got my license and ready to go on November first. On November third, I got my first Op City lead, and they wanted to make an offer, and I didn't even have a login to Zip Forms. I didn't even know where to get a contract or anything. And Amy is I called her out of desperation. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. She's on an airplane, and what? she texts me through my first contract while flying from wherever she was flying from. We were so there. So there you go. I am November first licensed. November third, first lead, and I closed by December. I think you had to write it so fast because it was competitive. And I'm like, well, I'm in the air, but I can text. That's all I had was a
0: contract. I'm like, where's the contract? I don't even know. No, And that's my point. Like you didn't take no for an answer. You're like, I don't even know the form, but I'm writing a contract right now. Even if right. Abe Izzo is in the air somewhere, we
1: are doing this. And, we, and you did. The sign of a true professional is to be able to not show any sweat. Or I'd cover your mistakes. I acted like I knew what I was doing. I didn't even know where the form was.
0: Hey, there's a place for fake it till you make it, and you made it yeah, from the first day on. So, anyway, thank you for joining. I know that this is going to give a lot of inspiration to a lot of people, and that's that's what it's important, right? That's what we want to spill yeah. the tea. So thank those you. referral programs work. Get out there and do them, guys. You're awesome. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.